Two little mice fell in a bucket of cream. The first mouse quickly gave up and drowned. The second mouse wouldn't quit. He struggled so hard that eventually he turned that cream into butter and crawled out. Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the Dennis Knows Food podcast. I'm your host, Luke Labrie, and today I'm going to share a few thoughts on food service content marketing. Now more than ever, I feel like that term's been thrown around a lot lately, but in this case it's true. Now more than ever, having a strong digital presence is vital to your business. I'm not going to get into the specifics of what your digital presence should consist of, website, Facebook, Instagram, Google Business, Yelp, TripAdvisor, Twitter. This episode is for people who already have some of those digital properties in place and who want to get better at using them to grow their business. First, creating content takes time and energy, but can be fun and rewarding. Second, there is no one path for content marketing success. Every platform has its own unique journey. Third, The type of content I'm going to talk about is not your logo or your menu. This is the content that shows the experience you offer, the quality of your food, the personality of your staff, and all the little aspects that make up your unique business. A foundation of content works while you sleep. Because content creation is exercise, while by comparison, paid marketing is diet pills. The more we exercise, the more lean muscle mass we build. And that muscle mass actively burns calories day and night. It takes time and hard work, but within weeks, you notice the difference in your fitness. Diet pills tweak your body chemistry and might help you drop a few pounds, but you don't gain any lean muscle mass. So if you stop taking those pills, the pounds come right back. When you build out your website with meaningful content, unique and relevant to your business, Google crawls through it and starts ranking your relevance to search results. Your content then drives people to your website when they search for something that Google says you have. The more content you create, again, specific to your business, the greater likelihood of being returned in a search. Your search ranking is never cemented in place, but it does have greater longevity when supported through content. If you take the easy road and skip to paid, pop a few of those paid pills, you'll have to keep paying to get results. When you stop paying, you'll be back to where you started. To reiterate my point on this discussion, not being about your core brand content, the results we're going to look for here are not to capture the person searching for your restaurant name in whereverville. It's to capture people searching for cheeseburgers or steak or seafood in whereverville. At the end of the day, there is so much that can be done for free. You should barely have enough time to pay for anything. Your content creation considerations aren't just for SEO. There's PEO as well. People engagement optimization. Many of the same rules apply. 
the right context, the right formatting, timing, and execution. Except instead of trying to please bots crawling your site, you're trying to please people crawling the content of your digital presence. What will they see when they get to your website? What feeling will it give them? What will people on Facebook engage with? Are the photos on Yelp representing your business the way you want? On Facebook, for example, I know that if I share content that tries to raise awareness of a product we sell, that content had better offer something other than buy this for these reasons. Something fun, something informative, or something visually stimulating. If it doesn't, it won't perform well. I know that if I make a post three or four times in a row of the same type of content, not the exact same content, but similar messaging and format, I know that I might lose followers. But if I alternate certain types of content, I'll gain followers. It's not trial and error, it's trial and improvement over and over and over again. Food service is no place for content calendars. Yes, there's a food day for every day of the year, but is that really what you want to talk about? Does it represent your business? Don't get me wrong, national food days are a great filler. I've used them. And by all means, if you sell hot dogs, then celebrate National Hot Dog Day. June 21st, by the way. Unless you run a business in which you can map out every minute of the day and then stick to that schedule, there's no sense in trying to stick to a content calendar. Yes, absolutely plan out campaigns and strategize more elaborate content that takes time to create. Be flexible and spontaneous. I'm not suggesting you fly by the seat of your pants or throw out the calendar entirely. You still need to have a sense of strategy. But I firmly believe that the best results come when a piece of content or a post just feels right. More often than not, the passion, enthusiasm, and quality of a post comes from the heat of the moment. And that's going to be better received than the one waiting its turn on the calendar. The unspoken expectations of content on social media platforms. Even though many of us bounce in and out of multiple social media platforms, we get offended if the content of each of these individual platforms does not meet our expectations. Offenses to these expectations include things like linking to a YouTube video instead of uploading the video directly to Facebook. Including 20 hashtags in a Facebook post. Not including any hashtags on Instagram. That one is more of a strategic offense than a content faux pas. Reposting all of your Facebook content verbatim to Twitter. This is why I generally discourage the use of cross-posting platforms and social media management tools like Hootsuite. They make it too easy, too tempting to remove individuality from your content, which then starts to erode the value for people to follow you on multiple platforms. Plus, when you're working directly within the platform, you are more aware of the subtle distinctions that make a difference in engagement and the overall quality of your content for that specific audience. For most businesses, I don't recommend outsourcing your social media. An outsider cannot bring the same level of passion, personal interest and investment to your content as someone who is in the business each day. Quality versus context. 
a creative marketing agency could make an epic piece of content with slow motion sprinkles being dropped onto a freshly glazed donut. But a selfie video of a business owner turning on the lights at 4 a.m. and firing up the donut making machine while talking on camera is going to outperform that sprinkle drop footage nearly every time. That slow-mo footage can outperform the selfie video when it clearly shows context of place, the real interior of a business and its people. But there's still something that attracts us to those unscripted moments, the raw, real side of a business when we see the curtain get pulled back. Your content might not be great at first, but you will start getting better. Every post of original content you make is a step towards improvement. Never wait for perfection. It will slow you down and hold you back. Blaze forward. Day one, you're just trying not to sound like an idiot on camera. Day 101, you're on YouTube learning how to do a green screen video. Today's devices offer so much creative capability, it's crazy not to at least try being your own content creator. I would highly recommend investing in the latest high-end smartphone before paying someone to create your content. Yes, there's a time and place to bring in professionals, but when you do bring them in, do it for a very specific reason. Like if you want professionally lit photographs of your food or team, if you need a news release created, if you'd like a radio script written and commercials run, or if you'd like to have a television commercial created. These one-off content projects are all perfect for the professionals that specialize in those fields. The day-to-day, -day, it really can be done by you. With a little extra effort, you could even do all those professional examples I mentioned on your own, on your phone. There's only so much time in the day. As long as you are contributing to your content pipeline, you'll be moving things forward, and that's all any business owner who wants to increase traffic can do. The trouble is, most food service operators don't believe they can create their own content and do their own marketing. And they can feel this way for a number of reasons. They think they're too busy. They don't think they have the right tools or skills. They don't think their quality can compete. But the number one reason I hear is that they don't know where to start and what to say. The average business owner has a hard time visualizing content for their business because they're in it. They know all the things and sharing those everyday details might not feel all that interesting to them. So why would anyone else be interested? But they are, from the extremely unique to the subtle differences that set you apart. The starting point I recommend isn't technical. It's not an app or a platform or a paid service. It's a way of thinking to identify the uniquely marketable attributes of your business. And once you see those, really see them you'll realize there's never nothing to talk about. A summary of the secret social sauce. Be visual. Always support your content with photos and videos. You will get very little traction without an engaging visual. I don't care if it's, if it's even that engaging. Just include a visual. Be honest. Share the real everyday stuff. Don't try to embellish or disguise your real business. Chances are you are not an actor 
a photographer, a copywriter, or a video editor. And that's okay. Remember, you don't need to be a professional in those fields. Just be an expert at what you do. Be consistent. Across the board, be as consistent as possible with your username, your handles, your logo, your color use, and be as consistent as possible with your posting frequency. You don't have to post every day, but you do need to post. Be uniquely your business. It's all about what you do every day. Don't give away the secret family recipe, but separate yourself from the pack by peeling back the layers of your unique onion. Show personality and personal touch, your thought process and approach, your people. Consider this. 700 million tweets are made every day. 4 million hours of content are uploaded to YouTube every day. 70 million photos are uploaded to Instagram every day. And 5 billion Facebook posts are made every day. For no other reason than the sheer volume of content contributed to the internet each day, you can only compete using content that directly reflects your business and culture. Because in all of that daily inundation of data, there's still only one you looking at your business with your eyes and your thoughts. Even when competing against similar companies and services, your unique story and business attributes are your own. And that's the gold. Hold on to that and leverage it. The best part is, content only needs to cost your time. That and about $800 every two years for the latest smartphone. In food service, asking you to invest your time, I might as well be asking you to give me your foot. You can do it though. Little investments of time every day will pay off. Take 15 minutes every few days to walk around your business getting photos. Let them go to the cloud and review them later. Cut out 30 minutes of Netflix at night and watch a YouTube video to learn a new content marketing skill. Instead of thumbing through Facebook Marketplace, scope out your competitors or hop on LinkedIn to see what professional marketers are talking about. If there's one thing that's certain about content marketing on the internet, it's that nothing is certain. Nothing sits still, and neither can you. Content creation should be one of your top marketing priorities. Well, that's going to do it for us and episode 61 of the Dennis Knows Food podcast. As always, I'm your host, Luke Labrie, and we're putting the foodie back in food service. If you found this episode valuable, you might also enjoy episodes 49, 50, and 54. And for more great food service news, information, products, resources, and recipes, visit us online at DennisExpress.com. And for more great food service... For more great stuff, for more great stuff, go to our website. Check it out. It's got pictures. It's got visuals.